0: Project Taryag Day 55 Mitzvah Shin Gimel and that's mitzvah Marech Beheymah Shehiten which means that if a person dedicates the value of an animal to the Beis HaMegdash, then the Torah puts the coin in charge of evaluating its worth and based on the coin's evaluation that obligates a person to pay that amount of money to the base HaMegdash. The reason Says the Chenuch, is a person shouldn't lie or not fulfill their commitments, especially commitments made to Hashem, and even commitments made to people, it's also to leave unfulfilled. With regard to a non kosher animal or an animal which cannot be brought as a korban, so that immediately it's evaluated and the value is given to the Berekah the upkeep of the base of Mikdosh, in regarding a kosher animal which a person's makdish, and it's meant to be a carbon. If this animal would later on get a mum, and some kind of injury or blemish which would disqualify it from being a carbon, then the coin has to evaluate its value, and then it's sold and the money is used to buy a replacement animal which will be brought in as a carbon in it's stead. This method applies both to men and to ladies in the time of Besamekdash. Today when there's no Besamekdash, So the rakhah is we don't maktish, we don't don't sanctify animals as korbanus or use them as being used for the base of mikdash because we have no way to fulfill that commitment and if a person would sanctify something then we'd have to wait for it to get destroyed so there shouldn't be a mikshal that people will come to use it and be liable for for misappropriation of something which is kodesh and therefore an animal would be shut up in a room until it dies clothing or things which can spoil will be left until they spoil and therefore there isn't the possibility of according to the to evaluating the value of Kodesh how much it has to be redeemed for. There is the option of being paid something redeeming it even for much less than it's value like Shmuel said and that way it doesn't have to destroy the whole item and therefore the Khinur says, in that sense, it would possibly be practical, even Buzman Azzah. And that is when it comes to a person's house. If he was makdush house, which means its value has to be given to the base of Mikdash. And he wants to then be able to use his house, so he has to pay the value in order to enable him to use the house. But the Torah says in a case like that, but he has to add a choymesh a fifth to its value as well. The reason for this, like we saw in previous mitzvists, is that the who wants us to be in awe of the Besamekdosh, and therefore something which is meant to be used for the Besamekdosh. We shouldn't be too quick to uh, redeem and possibly at less than its value, and therefore the Torah adds in a fifth to the price, so that we'll for sure have, paid what it's worth to the best of the However the still of paying an extra doesn't apply to fields which a person owes only into houses says so, the because it's unusual that a person would be Makdash's field since it's something which he is more important to him he needs it for his income. The halacha is when someone is Makdash either an animal or his house so after the coin evaluates what they think it's worth, they give the owner the first chance to redeem it from Kodesh, and he has to make a bid on how much he's prepared to redeem it for. If that's the highest bid, and he gets to redeem it, if somebody else outbids him, and the owner is not prepared to match the higher price, so then the other person has the right to redeem it from Kodesh, and it goes to the other person. The difference just is, is that if it would be a house in a walled city which someone else redeems, then the owner originally was maklishet, has 12 months to buy it back. If not, then it's like a sale of a house in a walled city, which means it goes to the to the person who purchased it and doesn't return to the first owner in the Eval. However, if it would be in an open city where the houses do go back in the evil then even... The person who redeemed it from Hakdash will only have it until the oval, and which time it will go back to the original answer. The original owner. We also learned from this then that a person can only consecrate something which both belongs to him and is right now in his reshus. But something which isn't Shada, it doesn't belong to him, or isn't Rushusai, that he doesn't have control of it right now, is not something that a Khaktish can apply to. However, kaka property, wherever it is, is considered belonging to him, and therefore he can always make his property Kodesh. If a person would consecrate his house with Manazah, like we saw previously, we would have to either give its value and throw that into the Amar or at least like Shmuel, redeem it for even something, even much less than its real value, and destroy that money in order to enable him to use his house again. But the din, as stated, is only when the yovel is nayeg, because some just like we saw here by houses, then the field which is freed from Hektosh will return to the owner in the time of the Yevil. And if a person is over in this, and is Magdash's house, and doesn't pay the Erech, so then he's been battle this mitzvah saseh. Mitzvah shin nun he. And that's the mitzvah of a person who is is field, in the time of the Yevil is Neug. And if that's the case, the hektesh is only until the oval. and therefore it has to be evaluated not by the value of the property, but by the value of what it can produce until the oval. And therefore, the Torah totally gives us the system of evaluation, which is for every area of a chomer which comprises well, a, a chomer of sa'urim, of body. He has to pay 50 shekel kesa, 50 silver pieces, for all the years until the evil. Which means, since a person can only sell for a maximum of 49 years, so it comes to just over one shekel of the Torah, which is the biggest share of a shekel, a year. And based on the way that the money system worked in the time of Chazal, what that means is that since the, the shekel is made up of 4 denarii, which is made up of 6 mine, which is made up of 2 Pudyonas, so we have 2 times 4 times 6, which is 48, so it will come to it each year has a value of 1 shekel and 1 pundian per year, and even though they are 49 years, so the Gemara tells us that if a person wants to take a whole setup from the money changer, he'll pay the extra punjan as well, and therefore that's where we work out the value of the field regardless of the quality of the field whether it's a very fertile field or a very infertile field either way around that's going to be a set system of how much a person has to pay back per year until the evil. the size of the land we're talking about which can plant a chomer, so we know that the shear of 50 amos by 50 amos is enough to plant a so and if that's the case If you have 50 by 50, we're talking about an area of 2500 amos squared. And if that's the case, we're talking about a chomer Sairim, which is a shear of 30 saur. So we're talking about a shear of 75,000 amos squared. This then applies to a person whose makdish, is te'achuzo, which means. The field which he inherited from his fathers or anyone else who he's the legal heir for, and then we work out the value of the field based on the crops until the over. And when he pays back the value, he has to add a chomesh, like we said before, a fifth, which means a quarter of the full price. That when he pays back that amount plus the quarter, it comes to a fifth of the new total. However, if a person bought the field, what's called the stay mikno and he wants to be makdash that, the halach is different because here it's going to return to the person who sold it in the evil, it was the original owner, and if that's the case, a person can only be makdash the field until the evil for the amount or the value of the amount of money that he paid for it by the amount of years remaining until the evil. Over here the is whether somebody redeems it from the treasure of the base of or not, Either way around, it's going to return to its former owner when the evil arrives. And therefore, a person can't consecrate something which isn't his. So since he only had it until the evil, he can only be maktashot until the evil. However, by a stayahchuzah which is his and was meant to return to him in the evil, if he's maktashot and he doesn't redeem it until the evil, then it becomes something which belongs to the koinim and he doesn't... Require or re- regain it ever again. If Hectish would acquire a field, so they have no Indian in amassing property, then hektish would sell it and the prices would be used for the rest of Mikdash And Nalach is that Hectish is sold by akhraza, which means we have to announce what the price is, and we announce this for 60 days, morning and night, so people can find out about it, and then afterwards everyone wants come and buy it. For the price it's based and determined that it's worth, can come and buy from the hectish This mitzvah of hectish of houses it applies both to men and to in the time when the no, yovel is noeg. This, today when there's no the so yovel, we already said before, that a person not meant to be maktash or evaluates the value of his house and give it to the person of But if you would do it, so then we'd have to the property on a minimal amount like we saw previously and destroy that and then we would allow the property to be used again. The Khenukh adds that the money which a person uses to redeem it shouldn't be kept for when the base of is built in order to give to a Ba'is because firstly it's more likely to cause a to someone will use it accidentally now and be on meela and also he writes that when the base will be built in the future there will be no lack of money to support it. And if a person doesn't have to feel, he has to store money now to support the basic dish in the future. and that is, carbon, carbon not to change an animal which is one kind of carbon to a different one. The Torah is talking about a bachar and the passage says, the yaktish ish oseh, which means a person can't transfer a carbon which is a bachar into a different kind of a carbon. And we learn from here that it doesn't just apply to a bachar But by extension to every carbon, a person can't bring it or exchange it into a different form of carbon. As before, the reason behind the mitzvah, the says, is that if a person knows he can't change the culture he's made, it adds a certain amount of of reverence or importance to what a person says when he makes something a carbon. The halacha of the is that it only becomes kodesh when it's born, and therefore, if one had a animal who was about to have its first offspring, one would be allowed to make it into a carbon before it gave birth, and the Kedusha of the carbon would take effect before the Bukhara and if that's the case, it would be Kodesh or the Kedusha of whichever other carbon he made it, with the proviso that that's more Chomur than the Bukhairah. So, for example, if a person made it in Eila, it would be an ayla. However, if it was in person made a shlamim, since there's a chumrah by a bachar, more than a shlamim, that a bukhar could only be eaten by koinim, so then it would still become a bukhar Other cases, if you have a, a, a carbon, which a female carbon, such as a shlamim, which gives birth, so in cases like that, the kedusha was there even before it was born, because it's coming by virtue of its mother being koydish, and if that's the case, one wouldn't be able to make the unborn animal into a different carbon because it already has the din of the Kedush of its mother. This issue applies in every place in time both to men and to ladies even today when a person isn't allowed to make carbonis but if a person would make an animal Kedush it would be also for him to exchange it for a different Kedusha and uh, if a person would do this even though it's a lot I say since it doesn't involve an action he wouldn't be chayv malchus. Mitzvah shin nun zayin. And that's the mitzvah of a person whose machrim is n'chassim, which means he makes them also for everybody to use. And if a person makes his nukhasim also for everyone to use, the arachah is that it gets given to the qadim. Unless he dismisses, he says, I'm making an also for everyone to use, so that it should be used for the better kabais. In which case it gets given to the Barakabais. In pass the pin that holds, Stam Charamim, which means if a person doesn't specify and he renders something also to the whole world, then it's a it gets given to the Kodim. The reason for the mitzvah, the Chinuch explains at length, is because really HaKadosh Baruch chose Chayeshol to be his servants, and therefore they're directly under his under his authority and not under the authority of any of the mazalas or any of the other spiritual forces. As we saw by Mitzrayim when HaKadosh Baruch released us from the bondage of Parag it was to be directly under his guidance. And therefore, as long as Kaya Yisrael are keeping the Torah they're only going to receive reward and goodness from Hashem. And Chas if they don't keep the Torah then that's when they get punished. And therefore if a person society doesn't want his property or his money, which is really the, the, br- the results of the brach that Hashem has given him, he can't take it out of the riches of Hashem somewhere else, because everything which belongs in Christ already is coming from Hashem. And if that's the case, since he doesn't want it privately for his own, it goes back to being as it goes back to being uh, used for what Hashem wants to use it for. However, something which belongs to the non-Jews, which Christ shall decide to put into a for example, in a battle, when they say that if they were victorious in battle, they will make the conquered spoils into a in cases like that it has to get destroyed. The chinook explains with the same rationale that the omes are not under the direct jurisdiction of Hashem, and therefore what they get isn't from the source of bracha the same way. And therefore, when one makes their things into a chayrim, the chayrim means it just should be destroyed. And this is also the reason why a Kayan or a levi can't be maqam their property, because the kaya'in will be my living property, so to speak, which belongs to Hashem, and therefore since it belongs to Hashem anyway, there is no mocking for a chayrim for to make a isser take effect on it. The which is given to a is given to the kaya'inim a that shifts. At the time the kherim was made, and it becomes theirs, it can't be redeemed from them, it can't be sold, and once it's given to the kohen, and it's no longer kodesh, it becomes an item which belongs to the kohen, which you can use as he wants to. Also, someone given to the kohen as kherim, that if it's a field one, will not go back to its previous owners, even in the time of the yovel. I have a which is a kharim specifically to Hashem, is kodesh. It's meant to be used by the Berakah, buys and Sold, and the process is given to the of mikdash, and therefore it's kodesh, and if a person misuses that, he's high for misusing kodesh. This mitzvah of applies in town, the town of of mikdash, both the men and to ladies. Like I said a few times, these mitzvahs don't apply. If a person would make a kharim as so the Ramam holds, that if it would be in Chutz then it would be given to the khanim kind of who live in that place and even property in Chutz Laaretz has a din of Matalton because it's not something which applies to the kedusha of Eretz Yisrael but if a person would make a khanim on karak in Eretz Yisrael, so then it wouldn't take effect at all because the din of As-sadah only applies within Ziyavel. And if a person is over in this and makes something in Khairam and doesn't give it to the Kohen or to Hekdesh, so as long as it hasn't been given to the Kohen or Hekdesh, it's got a dinner of Kodesh. And if that's the case, a person who misuses it will be Khayb on meila, It means the misuse of money belonging to Hashem. And the continuation of this mitzvah Shin Shinnon Ches, and there is a lot I say that a property which is the Bailim, Made into a chirim to give to the name it's also for them to sell it. And it doesn't just apply to kohanim; it applies to metal to as well, that they have to be given to the name and it shouldn't be sold. This means the person who is, who a consecrated has to give it to the name Once the name receive it, then it becomes theirs, and they can do whatever they want with it, including they have the ability to sell it. And the last mitzvah on this concept of kharamim is mitzvah shinn and, and that is, a person can't redeem a field which was made into a kharam. That just like a person can't buy it back. Same thing here, has been given to the kohen, And if that's the case, it's theirs. And the owner has no option of paying money to, so to speak, retrieve it. This only applies to the kharamim given to the kharamim, which becomes the property of the coinim. However, kharim to the better so then it can be redeemed and the money will become kodesh in place of the field. And these mitzvahs would apply today, as you said, by charum beforehand, which means even though a person is not meant to do so, but if he would be machrim his field for the koyanim, then these halachas would apply even today.